Earth is our government. Earth is our God. Earth is our economy. Earth is our church. We listen to Earth and then we go back to the old institutions. We go to the president and the generals and the holy fathers and the doctors of thinking and we get no response. Then we return to the Earth and await further instructions. We know that life itself is the best strategist. Earth speaks to us every day. The natural disasters are hard lessons. The silence of extinct life is a sorrowing Earth. What Earth knows is almost entirely unknown to us. The unknowable Earth is everything that we believe. It is all the commandments. It is common sense. It is where compassion comes from. We put personalities on Mount Olympus to represent it. We pray to the watery fire that creates a child inside our loved one. We dance all night. Now Earth is our only celebrity. Earth is the only famous being that matters at all. Human history was made triumphing over Earth. Now Earth makes history. Do you feel what I'm feeling? Oh, thunder, oh, thunder. 
Overwhelmed fear. That's the good news. This is Reverend Billy at the Earth Church in New York. Cooperation has beaten out the cutthroat corporate world. Cooperatives have left corporate jets without any gas. And the peace movement is winning because the peace people have joined forces with the Earth. Climate change is surrounding the Pentagon with hundreds of three-mile-wide tornadoes. What do you think of that? Oh, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I made a mistake in my calculations. Oh, oh, fear has overtaken love. I'm sorry. Neoliberal capitalism has beaten cooperation. And the peace movement in the United States of America is just a small town of women and their wise children. Fear has eaten love alive. And I think the reason is that uh, love is weakened badly by virtual reality porn, billions of dollars in that industry, and the profits of pimping services like Tinder. Love isn't what it used to be. It isn't a force. It's become just a product. No, I, I, I don't believe that either, do you? What do you think? Is peace going to win over violence? Will love win over fear? I'm going to give you both now in uh, the section of the Earth Riot Radio that follows this welcome. I'm going to give you uh, small sections of sound from right out of the heart of the January 6th uh, insurrection and intersperse that with the wise, quiet words of Oren Lyons, um, a teacher, a prophet of peace, uh, from coming to us from Native America. And here we go. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. You make your choice. Who do you think? Who do you think will emerge with the healing, with the love, or will the fear win? Here we go. Earth Hallelujah.
and uh, sitting at a council, a council for the welfare of, of the people and the welfare of the earth. And I learned, you know, they said that your responsibility is not just people. Your responsibility is, is to the land. Your responsibility is to the trees, is to the animals, is to the fish, is to the birds. You are, you are responsible for their, their well-being and you are responsible uh, to, to do the best you can to, to maintain their, their way of life as well. And I, I, I learned that. And so then I become aware that uh, our clan systems, then that's why we're, we're beavers and that's why we're wolves and that's why we're whatever, you know, or they, they go out to the West Coast and the ravens and then they, they talk about the fish nation, but always related, always related to the earth. And so we're facing now, uh, I would say an existential crisis for our existence as human beings. If we don't adjust to this and, and uh, change our directions, we're, we're just gonna continue on into oblivion, bad times. And I know that the Hopi nation and uh, uh, have, have these prophecies, I hope you have these prophecies. The Haudenosaunee have these prophecies. The Lakotas have their prophecies. All of the Indian nations have these prophecies. And pretty much right on time right now, what they said was gonna happen. And here we are, and it's happening. We are, I, I would say we are now living in the time of the prophecies. So, uh, so it's very important that humanity changes direction, that we adjust our, our, our way of life so that we, future generations will have what we have today. And that, that was been the prerequisite of, of all of our instructions. Take care of the earth, the seven generations, so that when their time comes, they're gonna have the same thing that you had. And you find that instructions with, with all the Indian nations, it's, it's, it's right there. They in the prayers, you know, it's in, in the, and um, and the prayers are important. Uh, I remember, I remember Thomas Senior. You know, I worked with him a lot, and, and uh, he was always in prayer. He was always, you know, all the time, during the day, during the, you know, and uh, our people do that. Our people are that way, you know. We're always in contact. We're always in connection with the spiritual side, every day, all day, many times a day. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. A new report reveals that as early as the 1960s, the chemical industry knew that PFAS, so-called forever chemicals, had adverse health effects 
and they went on to suppress that knowledge. PFAS, or per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, are a class of synthetic chemicals used in everything from nonstick pans to water-resistant clothing. UC San Francisco researchers analyzed documents from DuPont and 3M, the largest manufacturers of PFAS from 1961 to 2006, finding evidence that these companies knew about PFAS harms and yet kept the information quiet. These files were uncovered through a lawsuit. A 1970 internal memo DuPont sent said C8, also known as PFOA, was highly toxic when inhaled and moderately toxic when ingested. In 1980, two pregnant employees who worked in a manufacturing facility for that particular chemical gave birth to children with birth defects, and a third child had detectable PFAS in their cord blood, but no information was ever shared with employees. The next year, an internal memo declared, we know of no evidence of birth defects caused by C8 at DuPont. The company continued to claim no known toxic or health effects from that chemical for years. In 2004, the EPA fined DuPont for not disclosing their findings on PFOA, resulting in a $16.5 million settlement. More than 1,500 climate protesters have been arrested by police in the Netherlands after blocking a major motorway in The Hague. During the protest, organized by Extinction Rebellion, activists walked onto the A12 highway, demanding an end to fossil fuel subsidies. Police fired water cannon to try to disperse the crowds, but many came prepared in raincoats and swimsuits. Most protesters were released, but police said 40 would be prosecuted. The arrests happened in the space of just a few hours, and the road was cleared by early evening. Extinction Rebellion said at least 6,000 people demonstrated on the A12 or next to it, including the A12 orchestra of more than 80 musicians. It is the seventh time Extinction Rebellion protesters have blocked the A12. Protesting on this road was recently banned under rules brought in by the mayor. State Farm has stopped accepting homeowner insurance applications in California, where it had been a leading home insurance provider due to the increased risk of catastrophes like wildfires and high construction costs. The decision, which won't impact current customers, went into effect Saturday and signals the growing threat to insurance availability and affordability in the face of climate crisis-fueled disasters. Taking a daily multivitamin supplement can slow age-related memory decline. New findings support growing evidence that nutrition is important for optimizing brain health as we age. Scientists have taken the world's first X-ray signal, or signature, of just one atom. This groundbreaking achievement could revolutionize the way scientists detect and study atoms. Starting in the 1990s, the island fox population of California's Channel Islands began to dwindle due to an outbreak of canine distemper and an increase in attacks by golden eagles. The tiny foxes are each no bigger than a five-pound house cat. Some islands saw their population drop to as low as 15 individuals, but conservation efforts by the federal government restored numbers by 2017. A new study reveals a worrying decrease in genetic diversity within the species, signaling a new threat to the Channel Island fox's survival. The decrease in genetic diversity reduces the fox's ability to adapt to future challenges such as climate change and introduced pathogens, putting their survival at risk once again. Even without nerves, plants can sense when something touches them and then when it lets go. 
In a set of experiments, individual plant cells responded to the touch of a very fine glass rod by sending slow waves of calcium signals to other plant cells. And when that pressure was released, they sent much more rapid waves. While scientists have known that plants can respond to touch, this study shows that plant cells send different signals when touch is initiated and ended. Humans and animals sense touch through sensory cells. The mechanism in plants appears to be via an increase or decrease of the internal cell pressure. And it doesn't matter which cell it is. We humans may need nerve cells, but in plants, any cell on the surface can do this. Temperatures seven times hotter than the center of the sun have been achieved in a nuclear reactor that's less than a meter wide. Ions inside the spherical Tokamak ST-40 soared to over 100 million degrees Celsius, breaking the record for this kind of reactor. 100 million degrees Celsius had only previously been achieved in much larger reactors, requiring a lot more power. It's a momentous achievement as it demonstrates the right conditions for fusion can be created in more compact reactors like ST-40, requiring far less energy to run. Growing up in the same household as a pet cat may increase the risk of experiencing a psychotic episode later in life, but only for men. According to a new study, this increased likelihood of mental illness could be caused by a common parasite called Toxoplasmosis gondii, which can be transmitted to humans who come into contact with cat feces. The researchers note that cat ownership alone may not enhance the risk of psychoses, as the greatest increase in likelihood of psychotic episodes was seen in those who had a history of head trauma, moved house multiple times in childhood, and owned a rodent hunting cat. The authors are unable to explain why only men appear to be affected. And now, the sounds of extinction. The ongoing war in Ukraine. Almost three million hectares of forest have been damaged due to Russian aggression, a third of Ukraine's forested area. Almost 500,000 hectares are now under temporary occupation or in the combat zone. 10 national parks, eight nature reserves, and two biosphere reserves are currently under Russian occupation. 600 species of fauna and 750 species of flora are under threat of extinction. While Ukraine occupies only 6% of Europe's territory, it is home to 35% of the continent's biodiversity. Forest fires, loud explosions, and contamination of soil and water lead to the destruction of natural habitats. The destruction of vital infrastructure, such as oil depots and sewage treatment plants along the Azov Black Sea coast, has resulted in oil spills and the release of toxic waste to the sea. There is also disastrous impact from Russia's underwater mines and radar equipment, with environmental organizations estimating the number of dead dolphins and porpoises in the Black Sea at 50,000 in November 2022. The use of explosive weapons, targeting of chemical warehouses and fossil fuel infrastructure, and wildfires and burning vehicles are the leading causes of air pollution. The frequent flooding of mines leads to acid mine drainage or the outflow of toxic contaminated water, usually with sulfur-bearing materials and metals. In recent river water samples from the Lviv area, the concentration of ammonia and nitrates was 165 and 50 times higher than the recommended limits, respectively. 
Since 2014, the water infrastructure has been damaged over 300 times. More than 200,000 hectares of Ukrainian land are currently contaminated with debris, mines, and shells. The Russian military uses old Soviet equipment that runs on harmful propellants. The chemical compounds in the propellants cause immediate and long-lasting contamination of the soil. Explosions of Russian shells leave behind large amounts of burnt metal, which is compounded of elements damaging to soil. Spills of fuels and lubricants are also released from exploding vehicles. All of this is then absorbed by the soil, threatening food security for decades to come. Since the beginning of the invasion, there have been more than 1,500 reported cases of destruction of the ecosystem. Ecocide has been a crime recognized in Ukraine since 2001. And hear the sound of the ongoing war in Ukraine. Here we are back again. This is Reverend Billy, and this is Earth Riot Radio, which is the audio manifestation of the Church of Stop Shopping here in New York City. Well, I want to thank Oren Lyons, our teacher today. I want to thank the Fiery Eagles of Justice and the Stop Shopping Choir for their music at the top of the show. The Fire Eagles of Justice. The Eagles are Jason Candler, who also edited this radio masterpiece. And the drummer, our drummer, Brendan Burke. Thank you, Brendan and Jason. The Stop Shopping Choir. On that particular song, Change Without Us, we have especially Sunder Ganglani and Callista Turner and many others. Amen. The Stop Shopping Choir. We have been talking openly, frankly, about violence in the human culture, and we know that that's parallel to what people call violence from the earth. And there's a complex relationship between the two, but what are you and I? We want to be change agents for the earth. So we want to be able to come back at greedy corporate culture from the position of our favorite ecosystem, uh, I say, in my case, the forests of northeastern United States. The, the, the beautiful forests that are near my home here in Prospect Park. I go into that forest, and what's the first thing that happens? My idea of logic. And that goes for a lot of the theories of how I would change, how I would be political, how I would strategize changing this culture that puts methane and nitrous oxide and CO2 into the air to toxic levels. No, I have to abandon all that when I'm in the forest. Because it, it, the forest as an environment does not give me cause and effect. A hits B makes C. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what's happening in the forest. Subject, verb, object, load, aim, fire, kiss, and tell. I'm Just think of all the sequences of causation that we you know we take for granted well all of that gets stripped away because what's happening 
everything. The forest is lots of things happening in lots of different ways, everything impacting everything else. And that's a different kind of, that creates in a witness a different kind of common sense. I tried to select out of the forest uh, a bird, a, a, a leaf. <laughs> it's just very hard to do. The frame breaks, the focus breaks. You can't be logical anymore. My language when I'm in the forest stops separating out into things and it just fills up with thousands of voices. Voices lifting up from the roots and the leaves and the, the uh, underground insects and the reflections of clouds on drops of water coming down. And all what I call the naked eye beings. You can't see them. The living things in the wind, everything, everything streaming and colliding. And I think you know what I'm talking about. All things expressing. If after a while you feel like you're floating. And when it's time for me to go home and walk out of that forest, and I'm at the edge of the forest, and I see through the leaves over the path, I see the city waiting for me. The city with its <laughs> pavement and fumes and all the crimes against nature and humanity. There they are. I know that I have to carry that forest forward with me, this other kind of logic with me into the city and find a way through the music, through the laughter, through the lovemaking, through the shocking culture that we try to make as our, our, our activists. I'm gonna go into that old violent culture with the forest in me and find a way to translate, find a way to impact maybe in ways that I can't explain right now on the radio, but I just want to say, let's go from the forest to the city together. Yeah. 